Hey guys, Shannon Robnett with the Robnett Real Estate Rundown. <clears throat> I wanted to chat with you guys this morning about what's going on uh, out there in the real estate market and how can we bring that home and how can we apply that in our neighborhoods. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today is just uh, what we see going on on a global level. And um, for those of you that uh, are, are listening to this right now, we're in the middle of what appears to be a pandemic uh, of proportions unknown. And uh, I think it's very important to talk about the unknown portion of it, um, but talk about it in a way that we can all relate to. So the place that I want to come from this morning is, is twofold. One, I do know right now that I am not an expert. Um, I do know right now that I do have places to get my information from that come from experts. And I do know right now that Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn are not the places to be getting that information. Uh, there are plenty of other places that I would recommend, and they are also not the mainstream news media. Currently, what we have is we have a situation where we have an overblown um, response by the public to something that may or may not come to fruition. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be prepared. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go get some basic supplies to take a week or two or three uh, and set those aside. What I'm saying is that going into the supermarket and cleaning out the shelves is causing more of a problem than it's solving. Because we do have people in our communities who need those supplies that aren't able to get them because someone else took 10 cartons of toilet paper. Uh, or took 15 bottles of hand sanitizer. And so what I, would, what I would ask everyone to do is to look around at their community and to be part of that community and to ask yourself, what can I do in my community right now to spread hope, to spread uh, calmness? I don't know if calmness is even a word, but uh, tranquility so that you're not becoming part of the problem. Too often we repost things, uh, we forward things, we share things that we haven't verified. And I really want people to take a minute and look at it from the perspective that, uh, that this is causing a problem because things that are not verified are getting out there. Uh, much as like you would uh, respond to a real estate deal, you want to verify everything before you call it the truth, before you hang your hat on it, I would ask you to do the same with what you're putting out there on your Facebook pages, your Instagram, uh, that you would be um, making the community a better place, a more informed place with truth rather than opinion. Um, I've, I've watched a lot of people uh, run all over social media today with opinions, uh, with, with thoughts uh, that are having a very negative impact on society as a whole. And I would ask you to look at what your actions are doing and are you feeding the frenzy or are you trying to maintain the calm? Because you're only able to do one of the two. And I would ask that everybody look at it from that standpoint of what can you do in our community right now to help things, to make things better. I see a lot of things on Facebook right now where people are offering toilet paper or meals uh, to people that can't get out, people that already have 
compromised immune systems that are that are self-quarantining uh, on purpose to stay healthy and I applaud them for that but reach out to people and see what you can do to be part of the solution rather than just uh, part of the panic part of the general public's clawing at uh, everything they can get their hands on for themselves without thinking about who they might be able to help or what other part of the community they could reach out into so um, I also wanted to deal with a question that I've been asked probably 40 times today um, and all week long is what does this mean for real estate and um, we've watched the stock market crater uh, we've watched uh, the, the stock market have one of the choppiest weeks in history since uh, I believe uh, the mid-30s is what I saw uh, but it's definitely been up down and sideways and um, one of the things that I think everybody that uh, that is well vested in real estate can agree on is that we those of us that are in real estate for the cash flow for the appreciation uh, we're not going to see the huge market swings because what we what we've invested in is is really based on a, on a supply and demand that is much more close to home so while you may see Procter & Gamble stocks going through the roof right now, uh, your, those of you that own um, stocks in Royal Caribbean or Princess Cruise Lines are watching those go through the floor, gas prices are all over, we're not seeing that happen with real estate. Um, we're seeing people come out thinking that all of a sudden there's a bargain in three days, um, which sadly they're going to be a bit disappointed because those... those uh, Values aren't going to materialize in a market that quickly. The real estate market, even if you look back at the Great Recession of 2008, the real estate market didn't react overnight like the stock market does. Uh, Warren Buffett says it very well, and I, I can't quote him right off the top of my head, but uh, the stock market is more of a popularity contest than a voting machine at often times. Uh, and right now, public sentiment is all over the map. So we've got those that think we're headed into an apocalypse and we've got those that think that now is the time to buy we've got those that are trying to buy on the dip and keep missing it because it keeps going lower and so when we look at that you know all of the things that we're seeing in the market right now are telling us all of the reasons why our real estate purchases were phenomenal uh, because that real estate is not reacting the same way you don't have uh, if you own single family that you rent out or even some multifamily you don't have your tenant calling you today uh, trying to renegotiate the rent for tomorrow. Um, that's not that's not happening, but you do have people selling stocks that they bought last month thinking it was going to continue to appreciate and it's gone the other direction and now they're selling to remove their position. So one of the one of the best things about the real estate market is becoming very, very transparent right now in the economy that we have and in what you see for demand on um, assets that, that are constant, assets that have stability and longevity, that, uh, that aren't fluctuating madly. In fact, I, I, I would dare say that we're seeing massive amounts of cash leave the market uh, because they've, they've seen the appreciation. They've realized that the upside potential uh, that they have recognized since the bottom of the market in 11 and 12 is now all but evaporated and the risk that is there in the market continuing at the rate and velocity that it has 
uh, has run into some serious resistance. And they're realizing, people are realizing that um, commodities uh, or stocks, uh, even, even gold and silver this week a bit have defied uh, the safe haven that they have been. And we've seen gold lose value. Um, we've seen, you know, we've seen the things that people have always said uh, is where you hedge your bet, but stay in the market. We've seen those take a hit. We've seen, um, we've seen a lot of things happen, but I, I, I've talked to uh, friends of mine in the market that are appraisers, that are realtors, and while they have seen a, a bit of a slowdown because everybody's trying to see what business they're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks, uh, and whether or not their business partners are going to be joining them or if they're going to be uh, coming to you from a Zoom meeting or, or a Skype um, or just a phone call. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the smart money that stayed in real estate isn't experiencing problems, um, isn't experiencing fluctuations. Um, and so while that will come out later on down the road when we've seen if this turns into more than it is currently, if it turns into more than a scare, if it turns into more than N, uh, H1N1 uh, was several years ago, where uh, even in the United States, 68 million people were infected with uh, H1N1, where there's only 12,000 related deaths uh, related to that, more, much less than the common cold. But if we see this come into something more, uh, and this does become problematic and it does continue to shut down the world's economies, there's no way that it cannot have an effect on cash flow uh, from the household up to the landlord. But the reality is it's, it's a short thing and it's a temporary thing that um, will slowly feel its way into the market and not everyone uh, that is your tenant will have that same difficulty at the same time or some will have the difficulty right away, some won't have the difficulty at all. And so that's where I believe uh, some of the strengths, some of the additional strengths are with the market. And, you know, as we're talking about this and in, in, in what we're doing, how we're uh, conducting this podcast, I think it's, it's incredibly relevant, the timing that um, this, this economy that we're seeing, the, the, world, the world's changed in two weeks. Uh, but real estate really hasn't. The, the demand for real estate hasn't gone away in two weeks. The demand for rentals hasn't evaporated in two weeks. And those of you that have people that are in your properties, they're not leaving your property because of what's happened this last two weeks. So I just wanted to kind of reach out to you guys and, and, and uh, bring you that, uh, that message that, you know, real estate is still a great place to be. Transactions are still going to go forward. Things are still going to happen. Uh, we may see a slight uh, ease in the demand uh, just because there will be a lull. A product is still coming online at the same rate, but there's going to be a lull in buyers purchasing. So we may see a little bit of change in the inventory. Um, we may see a little bit of uh, loosening in the pricing. We've seen definitely seen some uh, rate changes uh, with what the administration has done for lowering or the Fed has done for lowering interest rates that... Uh, adds a little bit more buying power, cheapens up the payment. So I think overall, I think we're going to see us come through this just fine. But I want to encourage you to remember yourselves. Remember the humanity that you are. Remember your fellow man. Remember the person that's around you that may need uh, what you could leave instead of uh, participating in the panic. 
And uh, if you guys need anything, let me know. I've got some extra. Uh, but other than that, I'll leave you guys with this. The thought is this. Don't change your strategy for your long term, for your future, over what's happening moment by moment, minute by minute in the day. If that's the case, and if you are forced to change your strategy because of what happened this week, maybe you're not thinking long term enough. Maybe you need to put your goals out there and, and your expectations of yourself out there a little farther so that you can make a plan for 2020 that's going to take you from January to December without having to make all these intermittent changes because we're short a little bit on our paycheck here or, or we thought this was going to happen or we, we anticipated this. Make a plan that's going to allow you to stay steady, stay constant, get from point A to point B without having to make a bunch of adjustments. And if that's what you're doing, it's okay to review uh, your goals for the year and to, and to broaden those out and to, and to dial those in to be a little bit more realistic. But I would encourage everyone to not forget your fellow man, not forget your neighbor, uh, not forget those around you. So have a great week. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, we'll be talking with you soon. I'm going to bring you some great guests this part, first part of next week. So we look forward to talking with you then.